listening to the Fable 411 podcast produced by the City of Fable, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll also get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Gavin McRoberts. And I'm Sherry Kropp. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. Well, if you've ever thought about pursuing a career in law enforcement, we're going to give you a lot of information today on what it takes to join the Fayetteville Police Department. We're joined by Sergeant Tony Gales, recruiter for FAPD, and Sergeant Michael Harden, who is a trainer for the Basic Law Enforcement Training Academy. Thanks for being here today. Sergeant Gales, we'll start with you. Talk about the application process that uh, someone won't have to go, go through. Uh, for us, actually, everything is online now. Um, when I came here in 14, it was a, a thick packet handwritten that you had to do <laughs> to get into the organization. But uh, now everything is online of joinfaypd.com. It's just the basic information pertains to what you will for a normal application, prior residences, your former employers, things of that nature. Um, the only difference between ours is it's very extensive when it comes to the background checks and the information that we have to verify. I imagine that's a very important important part of the process that um, the background check to make sure you you're getting the right candidates for the job. That is correct. Law enforcement, uh, it is a security sensitive position. Um, we have to know who we're hiring, so we have to take that extensive vetting process in order to learn about everything uh, your the person's past. Um, we have individuals that you're going to be on crime scenes, you're going to be in people's homes, you're going to be dealing with people's personal information um, and report-wise and other things of that nature. So we have to be able to know that we're going to trust you with that information and get it where it needs to go. And it's important, I think, also for the trust of the community to know that we have uh, quality people who are going to that we can trust in that in those positions. And, and, and is it the same also for new hires as it is for laterals? So when you have an officer saying transferring, uh, they want to move from Charlotte to Fayetteville, so to speak, and and they want a position in Fayetteville. Is that the same type of process for them? It is. Uh, I am a lateral. Um, I was a deputy sheriff in Ohio prior to coming to start. I'm currently here to uh, Fayetteville. And I had to go through the exact same process that any individual would go through. And I was a law enforcement officer for 10 years before I set foot here. So, yes. And it's a long time to go through that whole evaluation period. What's a kind of a time like? What's How does that look like? Well, for us, um, it depends. If For law enforcement, it may be a little bit quicker. The reason why, because they will know where to get the information that they need. Um, and a lot of times there's going to be their work history is going to be at that same area, the same agency. So we don't have to do background checks from here in three or four different states. Um, so for me, um, being in Ohio, doing it for 10 years, my majority of my law enforcement, majority of my employment, they could check there. Um, but then but they also did my criminal background check. They also did a driving history on me. And again, I mean, we can't get tickets. We can't get anything added to law enforcement. So the process is, is, is very objective. It doesn't matter if you're prior law enforcement or new coming in the door. I imagine with that that long process, could you, I think I've heard it can take up six months sometimes, and then that's not even including the time to go through for a new officer to go through BLET to be sworn in and then go on to uh, uh, ride-alongs uh, with their uh, training officer. But does the the city of Fable, does the police department have overhire programs to make sure we have extra people in that queue? Um, so. Uh, to, to meet the needs of the community? Yes, uh, you know, that's up to the chief and, and city hall. Uh, what they do is they look at, you know, natural attrition. Um, people are going to be retiring, things of that nature. So they make the call um, when we need to have overhires um, and if we're at full strength or not. Um, so they make that determination, but we do have that program. And how can it 
applicant get prepared for this application process? Because it sounds like there's a lot. There's a lot more that, like, if I were to apply to police officers, there's a lot I wouldn't know what I would need to do to get ready. Yes. Um, I have, uh, actually, I put together what's called an applicant orientation. Um, it was actually created by the former um, recruiter. And what it is, it's uh, I do it via Zoom. And it's a two-hour comprehensive where you can get on, on, on Zoom with me, and I'll give you the entire rundown. Um, about the application process, the hiring process, things to do, things what not to do, the information that you need to gather, where to gather that information, um, what to expect while you're going through the hiring process, what to kind of expect when you're going to when you go to the academy if, if you're selected. Um, I have one coming up actually um, this Friday. Um, if you're interested in it, all you need to do is just go on the City of Fayetteville's uh, Facebook page or and go on joinfayp.com and just look up the number in there and just contact me, then I can get you added onto that list very easily. And uh, what are the basic requirements um, to be eligible to apply for the Fayetteville Police Department? Uh, that you have to be a U.S. citizen, at least 20 and a half years of age. Uh, you have to turn 21 years of age while you're in the academy. Um, you have to have at least a, a decent criminal record, decent driving history. Um, and most importantly, you have to be a good moral conduct. And uh, what are you seeing as the average age groups that are applying? I'd say between so early 20-somethings, 20, 25-ish, 20, right around that area. That's good. And I would imagine you probably have a lot of people transitioning out of the military applying. Always, always. Um, yes, the only thing we have to worry about is when they're actually getting out. But we do have a lot of uniformed personnel, and that's from every branch that, that come here. And I, I, think, I would say, what do you think, sorry, it's about probably 50, 60% of the people that are working here now are, are former military. How many police academies do you have per year? As of right now, standard, we have two, January and July. Now, and Sergeant Harden, you kind of oversee those police academies. You kind of run the day-to-day -day training operations over there for the academy. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So how many people are typically in a class when we're looking at a BLAT class? Uh, for the most part, we, we average 20 to 25 in, in a class. And what does it look like as far as like completion? Do, do all 20, 20, 25 people usually make it through to the end? Uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, I would like to say yes, but you know, sometimes they you know, get in and whether it be you know, physical fitness or you, know, you have state mandates on academics and things, test failures that, that may put some, some folks out. Uh, so we unfortunately don't always uh, graduate you know, the, the same amount that we start with. Now, I know that there are a lot of... Um physical agility test and um, academic test and requirements that they have to go through. Talk about um, what an applicant can expect once they're accepted into the academy. It's a regimented academy. Um, they can expect uh, academic testing every week. Uh, typically on Mondays we have state mandated. Uh, there's with the, with the course orientation, there's 36 blocks of instruction. Uh, so lots of academic testing. Uh, with PT, physical fitness, five days a week. Um, and we, we run them through a, a pretty rigorous physical fitness program. That's why we stress for people incoming, you know, during those four, five months um, that they're going through the application process, go ahead and start getting yourself physically prepared. Right. I've seen some of those videos of the agility test and what they have to go through, and it is pretty rigorous. <laughs> All right. So how long does the training take? Uh, the BLET course in itself, the, the state curriculum, is roughly 22 weeks. Um, now, our particular uh, academy, we 
state mandate on BLET is six, roughly 640 hours. Uh, we exceed those hours and we add a lot of hours to your specialties like driving, firearms, uh, physical fitness, uh, some new criminal investigations and things such as that. So we, um, by the time we add our additional hours to it, we're looking at on average about 850, 860 hours, which is about 22 weeks of, of training. And then and, and even after uh, uh, an officer has completed BLAT and has been sworn in, I understand there's also a time where they do kind of uh, ride along with a field training officer for a period of time. Tell me a little bit about that as that well. That is correct. Uh, they finish the academy, take their state exam, assuming they pass that su successfully uh, while waiting on their paperwork to come back from the state for their certification. They're still with us at the training facility for about another four weeks doing a lot of in-house training through their like Division of Criminal Information uh, just different coursework that we, we take them through. That's when they get pepper sprayed. That's when they get tased. They go through all those additional trainings. Um, completion of that, they graduate, and then they're assigned to their field training officer um, where they'll they'll go through a phase with uh, three different field training officers uh, for several months before they're released to solo patrol. And if I remember right, that was one of the reasons why you, you assigned the different field training officers because you can learn a little bit from each officer each officer has something they could share about their experiences being a police officer and their area that they know about fable because a lot of officers you know i've talked to you know i i can ask an officer where's the best place to go grab a bite to eat and they'll tell you you go over here there's a lot of people there's a good spot to go um they know the community they know the people so i i, I is that part of the reason why you do that rotation yeah just also uh differing personalities you know learn it you know being with with different folks you're going to interact with people on a daily basis and also that's moving them around to different sectors of the city uh you know different police beats so they, they work in different portions of the city um to become very diverse and you know the, the areas where they're working and it, it really helps them grow as officers like that is there do you have any advice or recommendations for anyone thinking about applying to the fable police academy Using my biggest advice to folks is especially especially if they're married, you know, have loved ones, you know, kids, um, bring your spouse out to the orientation. Get let them have a, a first hand view because usually I'll try to come by and talk to the folks as well as, as what Sergeant Gales gives them. Um, let them you know, understand that this is a very demanding program. Um, state mandate says that you know, you can only miss a very small percentage. Uh, of the coursework and every bit of that hour for hour has to be made up. So I, I give people the heads up right off the bat for roughly the roughly six months of the academy and even on into the field training phase. Don't don't plan any vacations. I mean, you, you're off on Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to take a weekend, a weekend trip somewhere, you know, that's 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 cool. But uh, you can't miss hours um, and just just have those conversations and, and give your family a heads up. It's a very demanding program. It's long hours, um, five days a week on average, 11 to 12 hours a day for five to six months. So Sergeant Gales, um, for anyone who is interested in applying um, with Fayetteville Police Department, can um, you give us the web address where they need to go or is there a contact phone number if someone has questions about how to apply? Yes, yes, you can go on to the City of Fayetteville's um, webpage and that is joinfaypd.com and it will have all of the information on there, actually a lot of the questions that you've asked, the facts are on there, um, basic information that you'll need, and it'll also have the recruiter's information on there, phone number, as well as email. 
Well, we got two minutes left in the show, and I just want to ask this one last question. I don't know if Sergeant Gales or Sergeant Harden, you want to answer it, but you know, it sounds like it's it's a lot to go through uh, to become a police officer, and someone like me, you wouldn't have to go through for of a job like mine. Why did you want to become a favorable police officer and to go through what you had to go through and to do the job that you're doing now? I think speaking for myself, um, yeah, I, same as Sergeant Gales, I lateraled. I, I was a lateral transfer from a, a small agency down in Moore County for about seven years I was there. And I think, uh, you know, for me it was just, you know, a, a larger city, a larger organization, just having the opportunity to, um, progress in my career, do more things, have more opportunities uh, from that standpoint uh, was one of the things for, for me, you know, my, my why of why I chose, you know, the city of Fayetteville. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've never looked back. I've, I've gained a, a ton of experience. I enjoy it. I enjoy coming to work every day. And uh, those are just things that I like to pass along to, to other folks and just, just watch them. It's kind of like raising kids, people coming through the academy is watching them progress from knowing nothing about this business to, to, to moving on up through the, the ranks and learning and growing. And you have to be a person that uh, desires to want to serve your, your community. It takes, takes a special person to do that. Why, why do you still want to be a police officer? Because I know it's a, it's a demanding job. It is. It's very demanding. Um, same reason as I started. You can ask anybody in the world, do you want the world to be safe? you want your neighborhood to be safe? Do you want to be able to go outside, leave your doors unlocked? I, I grew up in Kentucky where we left the doors open, screen doors. Nobody locked doors at that time. I wanted to, be some, to do something about it. Everybody would say, yeah, I want safety. I want this. But what are they doing about it? I wanted to do something about it. I'm still doing something about it 18 years later. Well, gentlemen, I want to thank you both for coming on and sharing a little bit about the uh, what it what it takes to become a Fable Police Officer and what people can expect when they go through the program. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fable 411. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable. We're available on Apple iTunes, the podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music Podcast portal. And we've recently expanded to Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fayetteville has to offer by downloading the Faye TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.